Was that gross? I hate burping. My mouth <laughs> <wasn't> <laughs> too. <laughs> you you hate burping? Honestly, you could fart. I'd laugh. Yeah. I think mean, it's funny. But... Well, you just <laughs> fucking you fucked up. I remember, that time. <laughs> <laughs> I remember once I had burp. And she's like, I don't like burps. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, what? You joking? Like, yeah, because I was just hello. Around burp in front of her. She's like, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I was standing. You were sitting, so you're like face to face with me. So like, that's it offends you or what? Like it just no, it just like it like makes me want to throw up. Like, why? Why is that? It's like I I feel like it's. You're burping in me, like it goes. Down. I'm burping in you. Yeah, yeah it just like, burps and automatically goes straight through your mouth. <laughs> like it goes, no, it like goes in me and like. <laughs> my mouth was closed, so not that bad. <laughs> well, I mean, farts are wax, and I could fart on purpose. Yeah. I could do that. But it's funny. It burps not funny. But it's shit. It's like close, like almost shit. What about you fart and you shit yourself? <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, but it's still gross. Welcome to Third Party Controller Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse P.S. Lira with... Beto Sparza. And it is a new year. <laughs> well, we—that was last week too. I always and forget because this is actually our first. This is actually our first episode because we recorded that one early. So now I'm trying to think what to say. Whatever, no, it's our regular no. episode, and as you can tell, and hear that someone is missing from this episode. Who's missing, Bethel? Not me. Well, not Bethel, but who who's missing? Joe. He's not part of the show anymore, so we just kicked we kicked him out. Him out. Yeah, he doesn't listen to this. Anyway. Yeah, he doesn't listen to this, so he sucked. He was uh, stealing from Bethel. He was stealing money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean he couldn't. He couldn't record this week. Why? Was it aniver- his anniversary? His anniversary with his wife, yeah. Jessica. I guess that's more important. Yeah, mm-hmm. than the podcast. Fuck him. Yeah. No, but how many years have they been married? Because they got married in 2011. No. Yeah. Seven, six. That'd seven. be seven. Seven. Seven I was years. thinking it was 2017. I honestly thought it would just be three years. <laughs> I, I think it would last. I thought it was just <laughs> over a green card. But. I was against them. I lost the bet with Bethel. But <laughs> we do have a very special guest. We actually have two special guests on the show returning again for their, what, seventh, eighth, tenth appearance. I'm telling you. Just Might make as well them, make sh- yeah. Oh, I'm not going to say who it is. Might as well make this person the new <laughs> member. Fuck Joe. Um, we have... Hey, what's up, gamers? It's me, Sean. <laughs> Welcome back, Sean. Thank you for coming. Thanks for having me. And uh, we also have... A, not, not only is Sean here, not only is he here to fill the void that is Joe, we needed someone as well to make it better than Joe. We have... And she's been on the show before, but she she was in a small segment. Oh, I said she. I gave it away. It is... Jessica. No, it's not. <laughs> hey. It's not Jessica. Who are you? It's Sean's girlfriend. What's your name? Sean's girlfriend. Sean's girlfriend. <laughs> you have a name. Don't lend him. It's Shauna. Hey, guys. It's not Shauna. What's your name? I want to say it if you don't say it. You can burp all over the place. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> <I'll> burp. Burp. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> That's what you get for not saying it. I'm sorry. I didn't want to do it. I want to think of like a like a cool name, like a like a code name. You, you, you know what you could have done? Hi, I'm Daisy. <laughs> you fucked that up. I was trying to set you up. Daisy's my favorite Mario character. But I ruined her for you. Mario Party character and yeah, ruined. Yeah, thanks for being on the show, Brenda. But yeah, Joe and Jessica are celebrating their anniversary. And if you are new to the show or you already know, uh, Beto was part of the wedding party and I was not when Joe was married. And I said I kind of forgave him, but I don't. I'm still kind of sour about it. So this is the part of the show where we talk about what we've been playing. And a little segment we like to call Beto. What's up, fool? Where you going, fool? To my pad, fool. For reals, fool? Nah, fool. I'm going to the store, fool. What's up? For real, going to the store, that's fucked up. For reals, fool. For reals, fool. Yeah, fool. For reals, fool. Yeah, fool. Damn, fool. That's fucked up. That's fucked up. It's not cool. Don't never lie to friends. It's called Beto. What's up, fool? Yeah, because you're always the first one. I mean, you gotta give, you gotta, if you think about it, it's like you gotta give a name to it. Cause you could say it's What's Up Fool, but I'm gonna say it's Bethel What's Up Fool. <laughs> well, you know what? No, it's What's Up Fool. <laughs> no, now you're making me think about it. I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> Cause on the rare occasion you're not here, I can't go, you know, like let's say you're not here and Joe wouldn't be here either. Then I couldn't be like, Sean Bethel What's Up Fool. You know, like, Sean. Beto, what's up, fool? You know, I can't do that. No, I think about it. So it's what's up, fool. I thought it was always what's up, fool. Has Beto ever knocked in here? Well, <laughs> once, <laughs> twice, maybe? I mean, Joe has the record of, like, what, probably like 80 episodes he hasn't been on? Probably. Um, You, one. Was it Me, one? two. No, one. You were two? I think I was one. I bought... Uh, Skyrim for the fucking tenth time. I got it on the Switch this time. Uh-huh. Uh, I didn't get that far, but it's the same. <laughs> is it is it make is it better that it's on the Switch? Do you like it better? Is it, I is it an improvement or is it just it's just basically? If, I don't know. It feels Skyrim. Like, yeah, it's the same really. Um, I started playing it. Uh, I mean, I, I like it. I'm, I'm I'm saying like I don't like it, but. Mm-hmm. It's just that I bought it for the fucking third time already. Um, well, I think the first time Skyrim on 360, I gave you my oh, yeah, copy. You gave, you gave me your copy. I you was know. I played it for like two hours. I was like, oh, this is cool. You want? And you were like, oh, how is it? it? And like I was 60. like, here, borrow it. And then it's yours now. Yeah. Because you kept it. Uh, but those kept a lot of my stuff. No, I gave it to you though. No, no, I gave it to you. I'm not saying you stole. I think you did give it to me. And no, I did. I did because I was just like, ah, eh, you're having more fun. <laughs> yeah. I've done that with a few games. Um. Chronicles of Riddick. Did that with Chronicles of Riddick. Yeah. He got he got Bethel got really far in Chronicles of Riddick. Like he just came to my house and then played it. He got so far I'm like here it's yours. <laughs> like I'm fucking. <laughs> you you look like he was having more fun than I did playing that game. So it wasn't that bad. Played a little bit of that. I got maybe an hour into it. Uh-huh. Um, one of the things I it's just Nintendo for doesn't make good handhelds uh, for big hands. Oh, like okay. My, my, because the right, the right thumbstick, I gotta use it a lot, and my thumb gets tired. 
Oh, because you got to bring it in yeah, more? Yeah, so I, that's why I, I played it on handheld uh, last night for a little bit. And it's not cool. No. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> uh, so I just got, <laughs> I'll just stick to the Pro Controller. How long until you're like, this ain't cool? What? What do you mean? Like, how long did it take you to your... Oh, it was fucking, like, like, like less than five minutes. Mm-hmm. Just because it's so close to the outside of the controller. Mm-hmm. Your hands are, like, huge. Yeah. Big, big, big uh, gorilla paws. <coughs> the gorillas have paws. Um, but, yeah, I, I'm just... Uh, I got to play it more to really... Really, um... See how far I can get into it. See if I like it more. Because I have I you ever completed so, any of them? No. Oh, okay. Skyrim was the first uh, Elder Scroll game I played. <clears throat> I played a lot of it, and I, I played, I played like sixty hours of the uh, the one on the Xbox. Mm-hmm. And I just, I would do so many side missions that I completely forgot what the main quest was, mm-hmm. and I just never finished it. And that was it. And then I tried to play it again on the uh, PS4, and I just never did it either. So. I'm probably not gonna finish it on this either, but I'm gonna <laughs> play, I'll play a good amount of it. Did you think you probably have a better chance since it was portable? But now because you, don't uh, I'll probably feel. just if I play it portable in portable mode, I'll just bring my oh pro, pro controller, controller. Mm-hmm. or even with the little what's it called the little the thing the one that connects the two Joy Cons. Oh, the um, the fuck is it called? Joy-Con grip slips, yeah, the, slip grips. Yeah, whatever that's called. I'll do that. But yeah, yeah that's it. I haven't I bought another game, but I just never played it. But talk about it another day. Okay. Uh, who's next? <laughs> Sean, what's up, fool? Um. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> school's out. Had a lot of time to play games. Uh, for Christmas, I got Xenoblade. That game's real cool. Um. I don't like as much as the first one, I'll say. I thought the first one was really good. For Wii? Yeah. Do you ever play X? Yeah. Uh, and I, I didn't... <clears throat> X was kind of cool because it had like the whole mech thing going on. Mm-hmm. But um, the music wasn't very good. <laughs> and uh, the story was okay. But this one seems interesting. I'll give it some more time because of the story. But I do prefer the first one still. So far. Yeah. Um, and then I got a player unknown Battleground. That game's pretty cool. Yeah. Do you get it for Xbox? Oh, no, you don't have an Xbox anymore. Yeah, I got it for PC on Steam, and um, that's really fun. Yeah. I think uh, I've, I've been playing with, um, like, usually, like, at least one other person, and if you have, like, a squad of four, it's, like, really intense, and uh, I don't really know what I could say about that game more than, like, what anybody knows about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you just drop in and kill people and stuff. It's cool. Um... They're saying that that's like a, like an incomplete game. Like why? Why is it incomplete? It definitely has a lot of bugs. Like yeah. it, it'll crash like every now and then. Yeah. And um, yeah, I mean, it, it just—I I wouldn't say it's incomplete. It just—you um, can definitely tell like there's room for more additions and like, yeah. you know, like they just added like a new map. So, I guess more maps and stuff. I guess. But I mean, it's cool. You know, they're they're really big maps and there's like a lot of vehicles. So it takes a long time to really even learn like, what's what. You know. Mm-hmm. Is it deserving of the hype it gets? I think so, honestly. Yeah. Like, I can see why it's the... It's like the, the most played game on Steam. Mm. And, like, there's free games that have less players. So, <laughs> I mean... Yeah, but I mean, it's definitely fun, you know. I, I think it's worth the hype. 
Uh, and and I, I think I last time I was on this show, I, I played Fortnite and I talked about that for a bit. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, I was like saying it was a good free version. But I think they're two totally different games. Because mm. Fortnite really requires like you to be creative and like build... Uh, like build as you get closer to like the end of the game this one is more about like learning the map and then like knowing like how to not die i guess i don't know they're definitely you can't really compare the two fortnite is a totally different game i think but it's free so <laughs> you told me earlier that you were pl- you tried the vive oh yeah yeah i, I tried the uh, me and brenda tried the vive at fries it's uh-huh. pretty cool um she can talk about it you guys say what's up well, What's up, fool, Brenda? Brenda, fool. Yeah, we went to Fry's Electronics in Oxnard, and it was pretty nice. They have a nice little setup of the Vive. They connected to um, it was the computer version. I I really don't know much about VR, but um, it was like my first time trying it, and it was pretty fun. Um, Sean's the one who synced it up, and I just kind of threw it on. The only thing I didn't like about it was that. We both wear glasses, uh-huh. so I had to take off my glasses, and so, I mean, it was pretty realistic in that I was squinting to, like, read things and, like, trying uh-huh. to move closer. <laughs> it was really sad, but, um, yeah, it was really fun. Um, the We were talking about the, <clears throat> the hand controllers. Do they have, like, a name? Those are pretty, um, pretty fun, like every movement you made it felt like you were in like you were so like ingrained in like the the vr mm-hmm. world um yeah i liked it it was fun what was what'd you play <clears throat> or what was it that you were doing it was more of like a tutorial kind of like um like five minute segments of like you're in like you're underwater and you're in like a ship and then mm-hmm a whale comes by and it's mostly just i think to show off like the the different features of uh, vr but the one that we had the most fun with was like this google game and well it wasn't really a game it's like paint it basically but you can like draw things in the sky and draw dicks yeah well no 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 no, no, no. um we were just messing around i drew a little heart for sean's initials in it <laughs> yeah. So you like Hearthstone? How'd you get into it, Sean? Sean. 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 <laughs> Sean got you into it. Yeah. How, how did you get into it? Cause I mean, Sean's a Warcraft fan from back in the day. When when we met, actually, <laughs> like <laughs> I had never uh, I I knew of Hearth of um. Warcraft, but I never played it. Mm-hmm. Like the closest I got to was the. They used to have an internet cafe in Ventura, and so um, Sean's stepbrother um, introduced us to that cafe, and then we all just they had all their um, accounts open, and I just kind of like, oh, what's this, and kind of walk around a little bit. But um, how did you get into Hearthstone? At one point, it was the most downloaded app on the App Store, <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> what is this? Look at this. Yeah, and then uh, I played it. Actually, no, I actually, no, looking back, I was actually in the beta for it because I, I played um, Warcraft back in the day. And then, uh, like, I played, like, the first season, which was, like, when they started doing, like, competitive stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then I forgot about it. And then one day, yeah, I saw it in the App Store and I was like, oh, I remember that. And then, you know, it's fun, but it's like a game that is, like, 
It has like a really big scene, like it's one of the like most watched games on Twitch. It's really uh, deep and interesting, but it's really hard to recommend to anybody to play because like either you either like it, it, it either costs money or a lot of time to like actually get like deep into uh, playing competitively, which kind of sucks, you know, because the competitive side is the most fun part of it, you know, like trying to uh, reach like higher ranks and stuff, but it takes either a lot of money or, or time, so it's a fun game, but you had to you had to have like really started early. I think like for new players, I feel like it's it's a little unfair. So it's better to just play like Gwent. Isn't that one? Is it? Is that an app or is it? I think so. Fuck Gwent. Don't listen. <laughs> yeah, I, re I really like it. Um, we used to play Magic: The Gathering, so I'd say it's kind of like the same um, mechanics, I guess. But what's really fun is. Um, Honestly, just just trying to rank up. I cannot get past like rank thirteen, and um, Sean's pretty high up. Oh, babe. What's your rank? Three. Your rank is three. And like last night, he was so upset because wait, he... it goes down. Yeah. Oh yeah, oh, you want to be up. number one. Oh. It's, oh it's okay. Hard. I, th I was thinking like levels, because don't you level up in that? Uh, it it kind of has like a weird thing where like you start every month. Every month it resets. You, you're at twenty. And then like you have to get a streak to like work your way down and then at 15 it like locks and then at 10 it locks at 5 it locks and then once you hit one if you can get past that you actually get to like a a numbered like rank so like somebody at the end of the month is going to be like rank legend one you know and then two three four five and there's like you know it'll have like a a, a leaderboard at the end so i haven't been able to get there yet but mostly because i don't have enough money <laughs> As far as money goes, we, we were at Target the other day and we were looking at the Magic the Gathering stuff and just like, oh my god, how much money we put into that where you buy like a, how much were they? Like $3 a pack, $4 a pack? Yeah, four bucks a pack. Four bucks. Oh, you know. Yeah. And, and, well, well, cause you, you're a no, cause nerd. you work. No, you work. No, you, you know. I work. I do work. I work. <laughs> I, <laughs> I know. No, I know. I work in that area where they sell it, yeah. You work at Target? No, I don't. Yeah, you work at Target. <laughs> sure, wait, whatever. And, and Sorry, like, Walmart. You, you've probably seen people buy packs open and just like just throw it in the trash. No, yeah. You know, and it's like at least in Hearthstone, you get you know a bad pack, but you can dust it or you can just kind of collect. I don't know. It it just feels dust? more worth it. Um, dust. You like gold dust? Like rip it up gold and then you like blow it everywhere. But what's it do? Um, yeah, oh, currency. Okay. That's cool. Oh, yeah, that's that's all I'm playing. Kind of gave up on the the Animal Crossing app, the Pocket Camp. I never got into it. It looked like a position. I I could like. Hey. I could have downloaded it and I was just like, fuck this. <laughs> no laughing. I love Animal Crossing. I, I love Animal Crossing too, and just that was a piece of shit. Okay, I liked it because first of all, it's free. Second, uh -huh. I was in school, so it was kind of like a fun little thing to kind of casual thing. But Hearthstone. <sighs> So is Hearthstone, yeah. I'd say those are like I've been gravitating towards those kind of like kind of casual. Don't have to try too hard. But yeah, I kind of gave up on it after Christmas because I had collected everything and I was just like, all right, I'm done. I never I, even signed up. I just like I still still on there. Like I still gotta sign up. <sighs> I saw Jesse play it and I was just like, that doesn't look that fun. Of what? Uh, you sent me a video of a. Uh, Oh, I yep. sent you a video because I was like, fuck this, you can't, you can't, um, 
What was it that you liked about Animal uh, Crossing? The reason I bought the <laughs> the Animal Crossing for the GameCube was you could sprint and then you'd you like you would stop and change direction. It would go and he would go. That's what I I was like. That's fucking awesome. And I would just do that all day. That was the first thing I did. That was the first thing I did on Pocket Camp One. And I was like, How do you do it? How do you do it? I was trying to figure it out, and I was like, I'm done. But yeah, that's what hooked me, and then I became a fan. You know what? John's like, you know what? I'm gonna delete it right now. Are you really? Uninstalled for the homies. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else you playing, Brenda? Oh, you want me to ask uh, the question to you? What's up, cool? Well, if you're done, yeah. No, I wanna, I wanna keep talking. Let me think. Okay. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> no, what's up, fool? What you been playing? Oh, you did it. Oh, well, I, bet. Hey, Beto, what's up? No, fool? no, no, no. Yeah. Hey, Beto, what's up, with Jesse? <laughs> what's up, fool? <laughs> Do it. Do it. Jesse, what's up, foo? <laughs> Do you want me to enunciate into the mic? Por favor. Siri. Alexa. <laughs> Siri. Um, I finished uh, Champion, Champion's Ballad for the Legend of Zelda the DLC. And just like last week where I was kind of like not really about it, it's okay. Yeah. Is it worth the $20? If you're a huge fan and you loved everything about Breath of the Wild, yeah, go for it. Buy it. Um... Yeah, it just uh, it was more of the same, which isn't bad. Um, there's some backstories you can learn about the champions, but you kind of want more, and it's just kind of I don't know. I just when all was said and done, and I got my motorcycle, I was like, okay, this is kind of cool, but what am I gonna do now? I guess you can't go up for a you can. You, you can, can like get you can get what right off a mountain. Like you can jump off cliffs and stuff. It's pretty cool, like driving it around. And I noticed, I'm not sure if it's like built Can you hop off of it when you're in there? Yeah. Just like you can horses. And you can call it from anywhere. Um, there's certain areas you can't go, you can't summon it. Like in, in of course, in, when you're doing like trials and stuff. Yeah, I just, I can't really recommend it. Because it just, I felt like it didn't. Time-wise, I probably spent like 20 hours. If you're saying like, okay, I got like a dollar an hour. But compared to like how much fun I had, not that much. Cool puzzles, cool things you could do. But as a whole, eh, I was a little bit unsatisfied. And I don't know. I don't know if it's like my fault for having high expectations for it. Everyone was just like, you know how everyone's just assuming like, oh, what's it going to be about? It's going to be right after, you know, you finish the game. It's going to be this. It's going to be that. And it doesn't. See, that's the thing. I don't want to say it doesn't do enough. Even though, like, they didn't promise us anything. They just promised us more content, which could have been anything. But is it, like, my fault for assuming that it was going to be completely different, you know? Well, let me ask you this. Yes. Do you think you would have enjoyed it more if you had it while you played the game the first time? Uh, yeah. Because it seems like, that's what it seems like to me, like... Like, Like it does feel like it should have been a part of the main game, but without it being in it, I didn't feel like I lost anything. It just felt like they were adding more to it. It Does that make sense? Like, yeah. you know how some games, like, oh, the DLC is just what they carved out of the main game and they are making you pay for it? It doesn't feel like that. But it does... It feels like it could just be fit in there. But, like, even... Okay, let, let's say this DLC was just part of the game. Um, It probably would have been one of the things in the game where you would have been, like, it took too long to get to the end. 
like you had to do this extra stuff like they're padding the game you know like more stuff you have to do so I think it works as a hey you want to go back to it and you know add more time I don't know like I this the DLC makes you like the champions more but wish that this the game had more story like a bigger story and I get it it's an open world game and they were having trouble of trying to figure out how to fit it in in the actual game itself without making it feel like it was pointing you to only do this for now or do that or whatever um yeah it's all right I wouldn't Fuck's I don't regret right? spending $20, but at the same time, it's. I had a little bit of fun. It wasn't horrible. But it was just more of the same. I still got 20 bucks because I got a, I was going to buy that, but you said it was shitty. I didn't say it was shitty. I just no, said you it said was, it was shitty, and then I just decided not to buy it. Uh, I don't know. Any questions about it? Why did you hate it so much? I didn't hate it. <laughs> I, I just. Does it make uh, the it rest? Just, of, does it make the reserve? Like I said last week, it did more. The, it did the stuff I didn't like. Like there were a few things I didn't like about Breath of the Wild, and it being in the beginning part of playing that DLC turned me off. Like I don't like um, forced difficulty because they, they know that a good amount of people who are playing this DLC have probably almost completed everything in that game mm-hmm. besides collecting all the little poops. Um. So you're going to be either really powerful and then they try to make it difficult by like you in the beginning, you can only get hit once and then you die and you can't have any of your weapons or when you do have your weapons, there's certain restrictions. And then sometimes in the DLC, there wasn't any restrictions and weapons at all, but then there's certain aspects to it where like you can only use this. And then it was just, it felt like forced difficulty where it's just like, Hey, just make me feel like a badass, you know? Like I, I I did all this work, you know. I did the master master sword trials, you know, and and I just don't feel like I earned anything. Really. If they made, if they let you keep the uh, hearts and your stamina and your weapons and all that. Honestly, what I wanted, to be honest, would you have liked it? I don't think. I think it would have actually been boring. So that's why they did it. You know, it would have been. I guess when it comes down to it, what I would have wanted was just to see an after, you know, because you beat it, right? Sean, I don't want to yeah. ruin it. Okay. You know, when you beat it and you're walking Hyrule Kingdom with Zelda, I was hoping to see, okay, the castle not being swarmed by Calamity Ganon. Just, it's still messed up. I didn't want them to fix it up or anything, but okay, everything's gone. You know, everything is destroyed. Like, Calamity Ganon's gone, destroyed. Now we're doing stuff after. And I thought it would be something like, hey, you're exploring certain, certain like shrines maybe or certain things that, you know, Zelda needs to rebuild everything. But all it was was stuff before fighting Calamity again. So it's just more, I don't know. You wanted a cinematic experience. I did. I don't know. I really don't know what I wanted. Well, let me ask you this. Yeah. This was, uh, wasn't on the show. But last time we hung out, you were comparing uh, the newest, um, like the leadership of Nintendo to the Third Reich. Do you want to elaborate on that? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say that. I, I just want to know what you what, what you meant by that. I was really confused. Um, and during the Christmas break, I purchased. I've been looking for this for a while. A copy of this game. 
But every time I find a copy, um, it would kind of have like a torn cover. Mary Kate and Ashley 16. No, I already have that. I picked up Resident Evil 2 for the Nintendo 64. Now, a lot of people didn't know that they made Resident Evil 2 for the 64, but they did. And what makes this thing special is that everything's on here. All the cinemas, both campaigns. DLC. No DLC on this. Oh, that sucks. Um, you gotta pay for it? Yeah. No, they, they never had DLC back in the day. So I finally found an okay, not, you know, because every time I'd find a copy, it'd be like ripped front cover of the sticker. I kind of want like a nice, when it comes to my 64s, right? So, uh, you know, Resident Evil 2 is one of my favorite Resident Evils in the series. And I always oh, wanted sorry. to play the 64 version. Um, I did not know that going back and playing this over again was going to consume me. <laughs> because not only how it's set up is you can choose to be either Claire or Leon. And in the campaign and depending on what order you you play it as each version is different from the version previous so when you had the ps1 version disc one was leon disc two was claire and that's how you know you assume to play because oh this is disc one oh it gives you a save file for to play as claire in scenario b and then you can play Claire first, that's scenario A, and then do Leon second, which is scenario B, which changes the story up a little bit, some of the puzzles and some of the things. So it changes a lot of stuff up. I got so into this, I already beat all four versions of Leon Leon A, Claire B, Leon or uh, Claire A, Leon B. Claire Danes. And I don't think Resident Evil 2 ages that well. There's certain cool things, tank controls kind of hold it back, um, backtracking, but I was having so much fun I, playing I, this stupid game. I feel like the tank controls would be uh, actually <coughs> better with the N64 controller. Actually, it was. It was really cool. Yeah. I, I, I thought I don't. I didn't actually. You know what? You can turn those off and play it a different way. But I've been so used to tank controls in Resident Evil that that's the way I play it. I didn't play it with the N64 stick, I just played it holding the 64 controller with the D-pad. Do you know Kamiya directed that one? Huh? Do you know Kamiya directed yeah. that? Yeah. Hideki Kamiya. Yeah, pretty cool. So, oh. H- Hideki Kamiya directed Resident Evil 2. Um, and I played through it. I did all four scenarios, I played through it, I had a blast, I had a good time. They are doing a remake of Resident Evil 2, there still hasn't been any talk in the past like year or two. Of what they're doing but I do hope that because um, what's cool is like when you're playing just a scenario a and B of Claire certain things you do in the first part will affect what happens in the second part of your playthrough with the other character but certain puzzles are the same certain things you have to do they're the same so I'm hoping in the remake they kind of redo that and kind of give you know uh, example you kind of have to turn on an area and but you have to kind of get a, a like a power like a fuse you have to make a fuse you have to do the process of making a fuse you put it in the where it's supposed to be and it gives you power to the whole facility you have to do that again in the second part i hope it's kind of like well she did it why why do i have to do it again you get what i'm saying so basically what you want is uh a miracle the the resident evil remake treatment of resident evil 2 yes <laughs> Pretty much, but yeah. That's I feel like I feel like they'll definitely uh, 
I mean, they, they're those are probably the best remade games. Ever, yeah. So. Mm-hmm. I know. Yeah, but I played. I played Resident Evil. Uh, I played an old. Shit! How old is it? Twenty year old game now. This came out like 98, 97? 96, 97. Shit, 20 years. It's a 20 year old game. I played a 20 year old game and I beat it. It was fun. But yeah, that's pretty much what I did. Oh, yeah, and I played uh, Bethel talked about Floor Kids the other week. I got that. Floor Kids is fucking dope. <laughs> that shit is awesome. I recommend it. It's got a, my seal of approval, but it had Bethel's, so that's, that was more important anyway. So. What'd you like about it? Floor Kids? Yeah. Uh, just the music. The music and then the art style. Yeah. And then the way where at first it's very weird. Because, um, you know, if you've ever played rhythm-based games, anything from like Guitar Hero, even like our favorite ones like Busta Groove, any of those, it's always like button commands. Like, okay, you have to hit these buttons in these sequences to, to, to get the right order, to get the perfect score. But Floor Kids, at first it's very... You're kind of like, oh, what am I supposed to do? But the thing is, is to actually do the dancing yourself by tapping at the rhythm of the beat. But if you do it at the right time, you get a higher, you get a, a better score. But if you're off a beat, you, you it kind of like halves your score. So like you get 40 points. If you're off the beat, it's 20 points. But you basically want to mix it up, and you're kind of going with the beat and the moves. I, I like that. Like it's it's not determining what you need to do. You have to do it, but with how how creative and how you mix everything up gives you a better score if you're you know so i like that about it and the music's great too yeah so that's what i liked about it it's a different type of rhythm based game instead of it prompting you to yeah. hit a button with the beat and the flow of the music you're doing it yourself yeah like how b-boy b-boy was on the ps2 and that was like a harder version of that yeah and i like this more because it's just easier to play that's what i liked about it Cause it was just like some of the commands on there were kind of hard. Mm. Like I said, it was like try not to be repetitive, cause you can't really build up points. But uh, yeah, I like floor kids more because it's sort of, it's, it's easier to pick up. Mm-hmm. Fun fact: before I end my little segment, Resident Evil Two, the uh, port for the sixty-four, was uh, you know. Graphically, the graphics were nice, but the backgrounds were a little fuzzy, and the FMV sequences were kind of like not as crisp or clean. Not like they were crisp or clean on PS1, but they did a lot. It's impressive. They did a lot of work to make the games fit on the 64 cartridge. But the people who ported this was Angel Studios from San Diego, which later on ended up becoming Rockstar San Diego, who did Red Dead Redemption. So the guys who ported this from San Diego. That's why they did Under Nightmare. Oh, shit. <laughs> you scared me. Fun fact, uh, Floor Kids was also directed by Kamiya. You <laughs> fucking liar. <laughs> that would have been cool. Um, Alright, yeah, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back to so see you in a bit.
Welcome back, and it's time for... It's time for news. <laughs> it's time for the news. <laughs> Nintendo has announced that the Switch is now the fastest selling home console in the US, shifting from 4.8 million units in 10 months. In a press release, the company said that the figure beat its own record with the Wii, which sold 4 million units in the same period. Nintendo added that 60% of the US Switch owners own Super Mario Odyssey and 55% own The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. With some wondering where Nintendo's console goes in its second year, Nintendo says the owners can look forward to Nintendo published games like Kirby Star Allies, Bayonetta, Bayonetta 2, and a new game starring Yoshi. Fans can also expect to continue support from major publishers such as EA, Activision, Ubisoft, Capcom, Sega, Take-Two, and Bethesda. The last public stats put Nintendo Switch sales at 10 million, although that will have increased after the holiday period, and Nintendo wants to sell 20 million more in the next fiscal year. What did you mean by fastest selling? Like it's the fastest selling console. Like I think the last fastest selling console was what they said the Wii in the U.S. And I think it was like what four million they said in, but it's in saying ten that months. It's hitting a certain amount of units in a certain amount of time. Yeah. Right? Okay. Mm -hmm. Now it's the if it's the best selling. I don't know right now, but the fat it's the fastest selling. And originally, like the Wii. I remember the Wii just had shortages for like a good two, three years, if I'm correct. So the Wii could have probably beaten that if it had units. But the Switch, has, Nintendo's been doing pretty good, especially this holiday season, actually keeping Switches in stock. Like they weren't just in stock and not selling. They were selling, as yeah. you can tell with the numbers. Yeah, full price too. Yeah, full price. But what do you guys think? That's cool. Hopefully there's get some third party support like they were just talking about I don't know what, what, <laughs> what, what who's going to support it but I'd like to see some some new stuff from Capcom like yeah I mean it's been rumored that there's a there's probably going to be a Nintendo Direct sometime this month maybe shit when we record this and then they're going to announce it tomorrow or something but yeah there's going to there should be a Nintendo Direct soon yeah what do you think Sean uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's a cool console. Like, I feel like everybody's pretty uh, excited about just the possibilities of it. I, I feel like um, the Wii U actually got some pretty decent third-party support, like in Japan, that we didn't get. Uh -huh. Like, I think uh, they remade Yakuza 1 and 2 on the Wii U. What? Yeah, and we just never got that. So... Why don't you bring that here, John? I don't have it. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I feel like uh, definitely with, like, the new... Shimigami Tensei game and stuff like just generally I think uh, Sega Atlas should probably be like the biggest like third party supporters I think hopefully mm -hmm. you know because they definitely got a lot of IPs that could just throw on there yeah that was working on the Fist of the North Star game yeah they're working on it mm. um do you think with the Switch being something completely different from like Xbox and Playstation 4 um, it being a hybrid, do you think that helps? It being a, a, a portable and a home console to where maybe in a household you'll have one PS4, maybe not two, but you're more likely to have 
more than one or two, even three switches in a household due to its portability? Do you think that's possible? My household has two. <gasps> so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but do you think that helps it, it being a hybrid? You know? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's kind of like they released a new handheld and a new home console uh-huh. at the same time. Yeah. You know? You could you you could probably argue it's like one of the fastest selling handhelds too, right? Like I don't yeah. know. But I think Nintendo kind of wants to sway itself from calling it a handheld. Later, they I think they prefer the hybrid. You know, I think thing that to it. I think that marketing works uh, really good in the West because in Japan <laughs> people love handhelds way more. Like yeah. Japan's doing. I mean, Switch is doing really well in Japan. It's like the, one of the best selling too, right? Like the well, the Vita does well over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. the what? So, <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, just with that in mind, like it's just they're doing a really good job at giving everybody what they want by doing it like this. I think. Just a quick comment um, about the Switch. When the first like commercials came out and you saw these like college, you know, age people, twenty year olds bringing out the Switch and uh-huh. everyone coming out, it actually happened. Yeah. We were in. Um, I was at school and I was late to class. Well, I wasn't running. I was running late to class, <laughs> and I missed it. Like one of my lab mates had brought her Switch and they were playing right before class, and I was like, "Oh man, this is the future!" Like. You could have been one of the cool kids. I, I could have, but you know. I was in my apartment in Brooklyn and uh, I saw some people playing in the roof and they invited me over and we played Mario Kart. So yeah. <laughs> Player Unknown's Battleground has hit a new milestone of 3 million concurrent players on Steam as PUBG Corporation looks to expand the platform beyond PC and Xbox One. The milestone was revealed in a tweet from Player Unknown himself, Brendan Green who posted Steam statistics to Twitter. Thanks to fans and their continued support following the game's 1.0 release. Over 3 million! Thank you all for helping us reach an amazing milestone. GGWP, everyone. Everybody, what does that mean? Good game well played. Oh, okay. Sam will play that shit. So. <laughs> Clearly <laughs> the game's window. creators want to go even further than smashing Steam's records. PUBG Corp CEO Chan Han Kim has revealed in an interview with Envo Globe that he would like the game to become a more universal media franchise, saying that the final goal would be to launch the titles on every platform. That means that the developer does plan to expand beyond the current available PC and Xbox One versions of the game. That could take some time, however, the CEO makes the clear that PUBG will be an exclusive title on Xbox One for some time. You talked about playing PUBG. And it coming to every platform? Is that something that you would be excited, Sean, to play on a PS4 or no? Let me, uh, okay. <laughs> I, I, I know you have a lot of uh, Xbox-centric viewers. and I do. Lots of, you know, Xbox players out there. But there's a YouTuber called, like, Crow... Have you guys heard of him? It's like Crowbar Web or... What's Mr. Dishonest? The one who cheated on his wife? I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, Mr. Disrespect? There, there's this. Yeah. There's a video called, like, uh, True Suffering... PUBG on Xbox One, <laughs> and uh, it plays very poorly on Xbox One. Really? Like you, yeah, you have to get the One X, and even then, it doesn't play great. You know, and just generally speaking, like I, it, I, I really wouldn't want to play it with anything other than a mouse and keyboard. So, I don't, I don't know. That's just a personal thing, but like, 
I could not imagine it ever running on the Switch. <laughs> like, it would it would look so... F like, the game really relies on playing mm -hmm. it on a good PC, I think, because it has realistic graphics, so everything if everything was muddy, then you couldn't aim well, you know? And yeah. the maps are like, you're supposed to be able to see, like, you know, like, a mile away, you know? So if somebody snipes you and, you know, maybe their computer or their console is running it slightly better at the time, then it, it just wouldn't be fun, I don't think. What if they did PUBG for the Switch, but it was the Nintendo version, meaning it wasn't random people, it was Nintendo characters. In a, in a, the same big maps, but they make them, you know, That's Mario the maps, Mario Kart maps, Zelda maps. I mean, hey, Breath of the Wild has the whole map is map. Hyrule. There you go. These are pretty dope. <laughs> you know what if they did that version the the PUBG player unknown Nintendo's PUBG player unknowns like what if they did that Sean well I feel like that's actually the one area where Fortnite has it beat because it looks so simple like uh -huh. I could see Fortnite playing on the switch easy uh -huh. but I don't know about PUBG I mean like if they did something like that yeah but that would take so much hands-on you know and like the, the the gameplay is you running in looking for like oh this is like a better uh, jacket you know this is a better uh, piece of equipment to like put over your character mm -hmm. and i just i just don't see like the switch having the capability of rendering like each piece of piece of clothing you know like 50 different weapons all these different characters and you need at least 100 people on the map so it just even if they did that i don't know it would be it'd be really tough they'd have to take out like a lot of the game less than a year after closing Peripheral maker Mad Cats is back from the dead. The revitalized accessory maker, which filed for bankruptcy last year before closing its doors, is back under new management. The company is now known as Mad Cats Global Limited, with its headquarters located in Kuolong, Hong Kong. It will show off some new products at the Consumer Electronics Show this year from January 9th through 12th. We couldn't be more excited than to begin 2018 by announcing the return of Mad Cats to the global gaming arena said Selena Chang, Director of Sales and Operations for Mad Cats Global Limited. Mad Cats has been a permanent fixture in gaming for almost three decades, and we firmly believe the best days lies ahead. Among the new hardware announced is a new wireless version of the Rat Mouse, the Rat Air. The device has a wireless power system drawing power via a wireless activation gaming surface instead of a battery pack. The Rat Air also comes with a USB cable so you can connect the mouse to the computer instead. So Mad Cats is back. What do you think, Beth? Uh, I was never able to buy my my fight stick for real cheap, so I'm kind I'm kind of upset. <laughs> that I'm not probably not gonna be able to buy it now. Yeah, not to pay full pay full price. Is it just PC peripherals? So far is what they're talking about. I mean, I'm pretty sure they lost the license to make. I mean, not that they can't make fight sticks, but making fight sticks for like Street Fighter or big name guys. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. I mean. It's cool, you know, that they're back, but I just I feel how long is this gonna last? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like I mean, even with something as big as having a license making fight sticks for that community, um, but I mean, when you got like Razor that are yeah, that's what I'm saying. Big things. Yeah, yeah, like having Razor, like how are you gonna outpace Razor? I think uh, the best they're like peripheral makers, Hori, in my opinion. Like they everything they put out is pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I like Hori. I wish they would uh, be like as big as Mad Cats used to be, and mm -hmm. but because like Mad Cats was big just because they were like one of the only ones, you know. But now that we've got you know so many competitors, I wish 
one of them would like Hori would step up and just be like the big one. <laughs> yeah, because some other, I mean, I have one of their five sticks that has like the sandwall parts. It's really nice, and I, I still use it. I mean, when I play, but yeah, for a while they, I mean, they they, they were coming out with some really nice fight sticks. Expensive, but they're nice. Yeah. All right, that's gonna be it. We're gonna take a quick break, and we'll be right back. So see you in a bit. Welcome back, and for this week, um, I have a surprise for everyone, but before we get into the surprise, I want to ask Sean and Brenda, it is 2018, what were your guys' favorite games for the year of 2017? To be honest, I didn't really play that many games, but uh-huh. as I said, I have been playing Hearthstone uh, for, I don't know. About six months. How old is Hearthstone actually? Four years? Really? Oh. And um, got a lot of good things to say about it, but I guess um, I forgot to mention earlier that um, Blizzard just opened like little um, what is it called? Like a little headquarters in LA, in, Bur- in Burbank, and um, yeah, we got to visit it and we watched a tournament and whatnot. So I guess that kind of adds to the whole Hearthstone year. 2017 for me. All right, top ten. No, <laughs> <laughs> no. If you want to do a top ten, I'm cool. Um, what were your favorite games? It doesn't have to just be one. There's so many good games last year. Like I don't. 2017 was so good. I don't know how 2018 could ever. Yeah. Keep up. I mean, beginning of the year we had Zelda, Persona, uh, Near. Uh, uh, you missed Resident Evil Seven. I didn't. Well, yeah, I, I pirated it. It was pretty good. <laughs> you pirated it? Is that what you said? Uh, no, no, I illegally downloaded it. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I think those three at the beginning were honestly like my favorites. You know, Zelda, uh, Persona, and Nier were just so so good. Like, mm. um, you know, I didn't end up liking Mario as much as I thought I would. I was about to ask you that because the last time you were on here, you were like singing its praises because you got to play it at E three. It it was it was fun and it was what I wanted, but like then I started playing it and I got through like halfway and I was like, you know, <laughs> I don't I haven't played it since. <laughs> oh, so you haven't finished it? No, yeah, me either. It's a piece of shit. Whoa, that was Joe's. Uh, Fuck game Joe. Yeah, yeah, that's He's true. Not, He's part, not part of the show anymore. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Sean's younger sister got a Switch this year for Christmas, and do you think that she'll enjoy it as much as you liked Mario games? Like when you had the earlier systems, like the GameCube and 64? Yeah, I think I think if any kid got Mario Odyssey, they probably got like one of the best Marios. Like, I mean, like it's, it's a really good game, it's just, you know, when I'm playing it, I'm like, 64 did this, and Sunshine did this, you know, in my head, yeah. and uh... And then I, that's all I think about, you know, so it kind of stops me from playing. But I feel like if this is, like, your only Mario, like, you'd be like, oh, this is dope. Like, it has... Because it really does have everything, you know? Like, it has so many elements from the older games. It's just, that's all I really think about when I'm playing it. I feel like I'm missing, like, a big title, but... Madden? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, I think... 
I think my favorite game this year for sure was uh, was near. Like it took me like a long time to like kind of come to that, but just it, it has like the longest lasting like impact, just mm-hmm. like the way the first game did, and uh, it really makes you just think about it, you know, just like randomly, just like that was a really fucking good story, and you know, like I yeah, did yeah. like a lot of cool things in that game, you know. So how much time was that? I heard it's like it could be up to a fifty hour game. Uh yeah, it's well, it's um it's shorter than the first one, and I think I got I think I got the platinum on it. And uh, yeah, I only put like 50, 60 hours. This guy right here. So, yeah, it's it's really not that long, but it's it was a really good game. <laughs> Music's amazing. No, it's great music. Yeah. Uh, what about are you guys looking forward to in 2018 for games? Well, Sean's been talking all this year, all the semester that, because uh, he's gonna graduate pretty soon with his BA in Psych, and he was saying that if he gets straight A's, he wants to give himself a VR set this year because. This year, he said that he um, he enjoyed the games that came out, but he doesn't feel like anything new is going to come out this year. Correct? Yeah, I guess. I don't know what's coming out this year. Red Dead. For VR-wise? Oh, VR. Oh, just generally. Oh, just generally? <laughs> okay. One of the... One, I know I know. Sean's all about this game because he, he was all hyped for it when it got announced. He never doubted it. Monster Hunter World. I played the beta, and uh, I am looking forward to it. I think it'll be cool, but I don't know. It wasn't like, whoa, you know. It was just like, okay, they updated it finally for HD, you know. And I'm kind of sad because I feel like it means they're not going to go back to the old style, you know. The way Monster Hunter used to be. Oh, well. um, <laughs> is the beta still up or no? No, it, it was, it was still like a timed. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was just a demo, I mean. No. I know it was a beta. It, it was a demo, but it was a time demo. Like you, you can play like Friday through that Sunday. Beta. Oh yeah, I had to look it up because um, I keep forgetting the name of it. But Project Octopath Traveler. Um, I saw the Nintendo Direct, a little trailer for it, and I'm looking forward to that. So, if it does well, because um, I've been telling myself I'm gonna buy a Switch, but now. Which one's that? It's like, like. It's the- like a pixelated. RPG. Is that the the two D HD? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That looks pretty cool. Yeah, Did you play the demo on that? No, I haven't. I haven't seen anything or anything other than the trailer. So it's pretty cool. And then what's that one pirate game? Yeah, see for Xbox looks, One. That looks really cool. My the idea and concept one. of it looks really cool. That's. But honestly, I haven't been playing games like I said, yeah. picking up little hobbies like touch and go, drugs, knitting. Actually, cross stitch. It's really embarrassing, but it's really fun and relaxing. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm hoping to make a really cool Christmas tree this year because we got that. Christmas on. is over. I mean, next year oh, for, okay. for 2017 or 2018. <laughs> <laughs> What's the big game this year? What's coming out? I mean, if it I doesn't mean, get delayed, Red Dead. Red Dead, maybe. Like what I'm guessing is like two. for the big games, Red Dead, maybe Kingdom Hearts three. Yeah, I, look, I, I, I believe PS5 you too. Exclusive. I don't think, yeah. Um, no, I'm just saying because it's a piece of shit. Yeah, I don't know. I, to be honest, I, I really God of War. I mean, that might be coming yeah, out in March. Really, I heard they really all the good games came out last year. Oh, I, I, heard, I heard a rumor this morning that Bayonetta three might come out like this year. Bullshit! There's no way. I that's that's. Oh no no look, it's a rumor. If it does though, I'm all for it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like I'm, I'm all. I that, love Bayonetta. I guess I guess that'll be like the the best, like the big game. But I can't really think of much. <sighs> Thanks for reminding me. I gotta draw Beto as Beto Neta. <laughs> <laughs> I think the next like big big game I'm looking forward to is uh, Death Stranding. Like I feel like everything else is. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, Death Stranding is. Ah, oh, man, a lot of people are saying like, do you think it's just gonna slip to PlayStation Five? Nah, I think I, I think don't want it to. But I, I think honestly, like this is the last generation of numbered consoles. I feel like it's just all gonna be like incred like upgrades from here. You know? Do you think so? I After hope this, so. or do you think the next one, like they'll do PS Five, and then from Five, it'll just be upgradable? Do you think the Pro is the last PS Four? Do you mean like last PS4 is in all they will be gone and it'll just be one console or meaning it'll be PS4 Pro and then they'll do a PS4 Elite? PS4 is that Pro what you mean? Slim. Like yeah, what do you mean? I, I think we're going to see another another iteration of the PS4. Well, I think it de I think it depends. I think it depends how Pro did and I think it's going to depend how the X does. Because if they don't see because companies like Microsoft and and Sony see the increase in the excitement people get when it's a new console now i don't think you get that excitement when it's just an upgrade um even though like iphone does the oh this is the iphone 6 this is that's new this I mean, is the yeah. iphone 7 it's new but that's different you could still consider that like even though a phone's it's different from a console it's still the next thing like the iphone x is the next thing it's not it's not a, it is an upgrade of this but in its world it's the next thing you know um where you're looking at consoles being upgrades i would like that kind of but i think there's an excitement when it's a brand new console when you label it the new thing people want the new thing instead of you know playstation 4 4.5 or 4.8 you know like you get more of an excitement if it's playstation 5 i don't think we'll ever lose that maybe maybe one day we will but I think it does depend on how Pro sold and how X sells. Because I, just, I think when it's a new one, like I said, it's more people buy it because it's the next thing. I, I, I just say that because, uh, like, I, I know that Sony's, I mean, Sony messed up with the PS3, like, hardcore. Like, oh, there's, easy. There's, yeah. there's a million ways you could say it. But, like, with the whole cell processing thing, because the Xbox has had such a good time putting the, all the 360 games on the Xbox One, Ugh. and now you have them on the Xbox One X, and they're just carrying all these old games along, you know, like you have this huge library, and uh, I feel like Sony, I hope that they follow that, because everything made now is all in a x86 architecture, meaning that, like, if it's on Steam, pretty much, like, it could be ported to Xbox, PS4, like, no problem. Mm. It's the same exact coding, you know, like, language, so they would just, it's real minimal work, and at this point, like, if PC is going to keep carrying x84, like, why wouldn't they just... If they're going to make new consoles, why wouldn't it be in the same architecture, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't think that they're going to go back to the PS3 and, like, oh, here's the Cell 2.0, and it's going to be really hard to make a game for. And, yeah. You know? So I feel like... So even if they call it the PS5, it'll still have the PS4 library, you know? Oh, yeah. I feel yeah. like we're, we're just going to... Anything we see new is going to be, like, carrying over the old. That's mm. why I've been buying, like, a ton of these remasters, because it's, like, I think the PS4 has like a longer life than most people expect no i think you're right yeah i see where you're going there. hopefully <laughs> maybe they just decide to make us buy everything over again <laughs> well that, that well i mean that's the thing like it seemed like when xbox came out originally it it didn't do well you know because they ended the life cycle and worked on the 360 after that but you saw kind of like PS2, Sony was on top. PS3, Sony wasn't on top. PS4, Sony's on top. It seems like if the cycle continues, whatever PS5 is, it's gonna not. They're not gonna be on top. 
if it keeps going back and forth. You know what I mean? If they if they drop the ball on backwards compatibility again, I really wouldn't be surprised if. Uh... I'm curious on how how much time Microsoft should have those numbers, but how much time people actually play their old games. And the only reason I say that is when I had a PS3, and you know when the first models of PS3s, you were able to play your PS1, your PS2 games, and the new PS3 games. I didn't see myself go back to those a lot. Now, you're talking to a guy who just played a 20-year-old Resident Evil 2 game for the N64. I went back and played that. But I wonder what the percentage is, you know? Like I you know, I could see what I think it's just different though because every time they make a backwards compatible game on mm. Xbox One now, it's also released on the store for like really cheap. Yeah. It's like 5 bucks and you can play like the original like Catherine or like whatever you want, you know? Mm. Like and it's it's like, oh, I didn't play that, you know, like and I have this brand new console. I can download this. It's like 1 gig because games back then were smaller, you know. Yeah. I feel like as time goes on, we're going to see more do you think it'll just like how you're saying it'll just meld to where it's not it's just all one thing like it doesn't matter this is an old 360 game or an old xbox game this is just a game on this system i think so because yeah. i mean like i feel like uh, there's a lot of, there's a lot of reasons why not to get into pc gaming but i feel like everybody can you know like agree that when you look at steam it's like oh my god there's so many games on here you know and they're so cheap and i feel like consoles eventually like like as digital downloads get more big you know like you're just gonna see like Oh, well, you know, like, this console has this library, this library, this library, like, you know. I feel like even right now, people are, like, upset that there's not enough old games on the Switch, you know. It's like, oh, where's the classics, Nintendo, you know. People, like, really, I think, value big libraries. Mm. Just the ability to buy an old game is, is pretty big. No, you're right, yeah. That kind of switched to what you're looking forward to to that, so thank you, Sean. Now, we haven't done this in a while, and I'm glad you're here, Sean and Brenda. Because we have mail. Just finished this episode. Good stuff as always. Hey, so I have a question for you guys. Two of you already answered it. During the epic Link to the Past playthrough, what is your most proudest accomplishment in gaming? Just thought it'd be cool for listeners to hear. And that was from Trina. What was mine? I don't remember. I don't remember yours. <laughs> I remember mine. Because you laughed at me. The okay, I'll tell you mine real quick while Sean and Brenda, you guys think about yours, and then Bethel, you can think about yours too. I can't really think of what my proudest gaming moment is, and this was only one that popped in my head. Okay, now as time has gone on, I've had other proud moments, but this is the one that popped in my head during the stream that we had when Bethel was playing uh, Legend of Zelda Link to the Past, and he started laughing at me. This was back when uh, Final Fantasy VIII came out. And around that time, I was fairly new to uh, Japanese RPGs. I had finished Final Fantasy VII. I was about to finish Final Fantasy VIII. And I had a good friend. If I remember his, his name, this good friend, no, even you. I said it. Uh, I think his name was Mike. Mike or Mark. Um, he was helping me through Final Fantasy VIII because I, I was having some trouble. And I got to the final boss. And I beat the boss. 
And I'm like, dude, I'll call you back while I watch this. And he's like, no, no, no. Keep me on the phone. <laughs> so basically, so he could experience me enjoying it. <laughs> See, they're not laughing. It's so like a girlfriend, dead. a boyfriend going, hey, now nah, put the put the phone on the pillow and let me let me hear you sleep. <laughs> I want to hear you sleep. <laughs> that's, what it was, that's what I pictured. So, so basically, yeah. But it was cool because... Final Fantasy VIII has like a cool 15 minute ending. So like, even though it took like, I think it took me like almost two hours to beat that final boss. Um, but yeah, it was a cool moment. Is it my proudest gaming moment? No, I have another one, but I mean, you gotta keep that one. I'll keep that one because it made you laugh, <laughs> and you're a dick about it. Um, but yeah, did you? What are your guys' I proudest game mine. Uh, I said when the, I took the Raiders to the Super Bowl, man, in 2012. <laughs> 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 uh, shit, that's tough because, I mean, <clears throat> I don't know. I can't think of anything. Do you don't remember what you said? I don't. No? I want to say something Metal Gear. Because Metal Gear, the first Metal Gear on the PS1 uh, was the first actual game that I actually remember beating. Mm-hmm. So I'm guessing it's that. I don't remember. I think it's that though. Mine's related. Hmm? Uh, you know those little screens you could get for the GameCube? Like, oh, like, yeah, yeah. like it wasn't a TV. Oh, yeah, it was yeah. like you flip it up. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> the first time I played Metal Gear, I played uh, Twin Snakes mm-hmm. on one of those little the screens on a GameCube in my friend's closet. And I beat it one go. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, probably the best thing I ever did. One go, no saving, just switching the... I, sa- the... I saved, but yeah. like... I mean, I couldn't sleep. I was, you know, just chilling. <laughs> you just stayed over at his place and just played it, or what? Yeah. <laughs> Whole thing. <laughs> Why in his closet? How long did that take? It looked uh, like, he what, snored eight hours? really loud. Uh, huh? He snored really loud. So I had oh, to that's why you played in the closet? Yeah, I didn't want to hear him. Oh, okay. <laughs> didn't that have that thing have, like, a headphone jack? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was comfy. Yeah. But, you know, it was so small. But, yeah. beat the whole game. <laughs> I think one of my other proudest gaming moments was going back to Resident Evil 2, not recently, but when I um I got introduced to Resident Evil from my cousin Thudi, and uh, my dad bought him the second one on PlayStation 1, which I actually have. He gave it to me. We have the I have the original copy that we played through, um, but he was over, I think I want to say it was either for Christmas or Thanksgiving, and then we went to the store, and it was at a Target. It was at the old Target. And I remember he bought him a gift for, I think it was Christmas. And he's like, oh, I'll get you a gift for Christmas. And he, we saw Resident Evil 2 in the in the shelf, in the glass shelf, and we got it. He got that one, and I think that, if, if I'm correct, that day too, he got that one, and my dad also got him, or he bought Street Fighter EX Plus Alpha, which I have too. He gave me both of those. Um, we played Resident Evil. Fuck, now that I think about it, I think it was summer. It wasn't Christmas. It was just a gift. Like, oh, here's a birthday gift. I forget that. Because he would come over for summer. He'd come over for, like, Thanksgiving or Christmas. So it was one of those. I want to say it was summer for Resident Evil. Uh, yeah, it was summer for Resident Evil. Thanksgiving was Street Fighter. Anyway, um, we were playing it. and we Because play, we played through Resident Evil 1. And then we went through Resident Evil 2. And we played Resident Evil 2 here at the house. And the cool thing when it came to that was he lives in TJ. So... You know, we played it, we got to a, a certain amount, saved, and it was it, you know? And back when I was a kid, we'd go to TJ like once a month. And I remember when I got there and he was at his house, I asked him like, oh, how far did you get? 
and he said he's like oh i didn't i'm waiting for you like i'm not playing it until we beat it together so to me that was really cool and then like it took probably like maybe two three months of when we were there when i would come visit and we beat resident evil 2 together so i still remember us beating resident evil 2 and he would wait for me each time it wouldn't be like he'd play ahead of me mm -hmm. and how we played was like you know we'd watch each other and you know i'd be playing and i'd die all right reload it's your turn okay remember you have to go here and remember oh no 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 you have to get the crank is over here before you do that and then oh you have to get the medallion and do this so it was like it was fun it was kind of playing like a co-op game but it was just you know it wasn't co-op it was just us playing the game together so and we'd have our other cousins like our cousins Janice and Ambad or Ricky's would just be there watching and when something scary would happen everyone would scream like ah, you know just you know so playing through Resident Evil 2 on 64 reminded me of like memories of playing through that so that was probably one of my proudest gaming moments and that was with my cousin so that's nice yeah. y'all ever play COD 4? Hmm? Call of Duty 4? yeah you guys ever play Call of Duty 4? Mm -hmm. Modern Warfare yeah yeah do you remember uh, that one mission at the very end where you like if you played it on a veteran you had to do it in like 20 seconds and like free those people from that plane or oh whatever. yeah 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 uh, what was it called like the mile high club or something I forget that I never beat that <laughs> <laughs> was hard but my friend uh, my friend Tim <laughs> he did it on my account because I wanted the achievement really bad <laughs> <laughs> so I was pretty proud of me uh, watching him <laughs> do it for me <laughs> can you look at an achievement now and still be proud of it yeah yeah I'm proud <laughs> I have it <laughs> gotta get on the remastered now what was that game that one of our old high school friends made you play like on hard and you you beat it and he's like you need to keep playing it oh. uh resident evil 4 on professional <laughs> oh shit <laughs> yeah that was pretty tough but uh, i did that like multiple times <laughs> yeah. cute story um when sean and i first um met he didn't want to add my brother on Xbox because he had so many hours that he was embarrassed that I might think he's a nerd. His achievement <laughs> score was too high. Wait, so was your achievement score you were ashamed of? Yeah. <laughs> yeah this had, fucking guy plays too much. Yeah, I, well, it was on 360. I had like a 50k like gamer score, and I was like, <laughs> oh, I look like I play a lot of games. <laughs> we had GameFly, you know? I just kept getting the games with the EFC achievements. <laughs> I wanted them numbers to go up. I used to be an achievement whore too. <laughs> Dude, Avatar. Did you play that one? All you have to do is hit the X button 50 times, you get a thousand gamer score. What? Yes. Because it was like, oh, you get a 50 combo or whatever. Um, Peter Jackson's King Kong yeah, yeah. and TMNT. I played them because I wanted to, but um, I got the I got the gamer scores for that, the complete one, because all you had to do was TMNT was beat it. Yeah. So it was, a, it was an okay game. Uh, the Peter Jackson one was an okay game too. But I did feel bad. Just the reasons I played that <laughs> yeah. were for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I wanted to play them. But it's like I wanted to play them. And it was like, well, this is giving me the gamer score. And that was the time when I cared about it. Yeah. I'm ashamed of those. Or Fight Night Round 3. If you just play the career mode, you get them all. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I Fight Night too. Well, uh, Fight Night and uh, King Kong were both like launch titles, right? I think so. Yeah. I remember they were on the same time. Yeah. Fight Night was actually a really fun game. Yeah, I, yeah. I rebought it recently. I still have it too. Really yeah, Bob Day. I don't know. It kind of that question kind of stressed me out. I don't know really? why. Because I was like, mm, I have to, 
sound really cool and have like a cool moment <laughs> to to prove myself as a girl gamer but it doesn't have to be because jesse had a really really that romantic one that was cute <laughs> <laughs> i have i have another one but it's not age appropriate so uh, you know what i'm talking about advisory. he got a <laughs> playing zelda <laughs> wind waker for gamecube Brenda, top that. <laughs> wow. Um, no, I, I, I don't think I can, so you know what? You unlock, like, everything at New Leaf. Like, everything. Holy shit, really? what? There's, like, nothing that she didn't do in Oh, Leaf. that's why say I... It, say I, it again, say it again. I stopped playing um, Animal Crossing because I had, like, unlocked, like, literally everything to the point where <laughs> none of my friends wanted to play with me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, get, I mean, that, that's pretty achievable how many hours did yeah. you have on animal crossing honestly i i have no idea like oh. i i didn't have um a gamecube when i was younger uh you know shout out to all the poor gamers out there <laughs> <laughs> but um one of my best friends did and i remember seeing how cute the game was but i i completely forgot it existed until um i got my my ds because i had um yeah I, I had a lot of fun with that game but Roman most romantic uh, game I'd say is Katamari. That was kind of like the the first game Sean introduced me to. That ended up playing all of them, which is really fun. Um, but when you're talking about those sentimental moments, I think I think those are like the best gaming moments, honestly. Like mm -hmm. we used to have these little game nights at my house where Sean would hook up his computer to um, like with the HDMI cable to like our big my big screen TV. Yeah. Invite friends over and have snacks and play scary games and. I think those are like my favorite moments. Even though like we were all kind of too scared to play, that was kind of like the fun of it, like taking turns and good moment. <laughs> we we did that scary game night and we beat like Amnesia, uh, Slender, yeah, the Penumbra uh, trilogy. Beat a lot of scary games. It was fun. Do we play Freddy? Play John? Five Nights at Freddy. Oh okay. Oh, like I never played it. It's actually really hard. <laughs> Is it really? Yeah, yeah. I, I've seen people play it. It just it, it looks hard because you got to keep keep an eye on everything. Yeah. Thank you for that, Trino. It's awesome. We got another one. Hey guys, hope you guys had an awesome holiday. So here's my question: With revolutionary systems like the Switch and VR, what do you see for the future of gaming? What would you like to see in 2018? And that was from Amber. I like that she brought up the Switch because someone brought this up to me um, asking me, do do I think that with the success of Switch, it being like a like we talked about earlier, hybrid portable, do you see PlayStation or Xbox incorporating that into whatever next system they're going to do? Uh, and I said no. And the reason for that is I think for Nintendo, they're in a in a class all of their own. Like with what they're doing, it's it's all their thing, you know. Like even though they're doing really well with it, I think when it comes to uh, Xbox and PlayStation, they're heading more toward we want to have the best looking, best running games, you know, the, pushing the graphics, pushing, you know, 4K, 60 frames per second, and I don't think they can make anything that would be affordable enough to become a handheld. And something that you can play on your television. Because you don't want to hold a handheld that's burning your lap. Because it's running a game that's out of this world. So I don't think 
even though like Sony and Microsoft kind of took the motion gaming when the Wii did that, and that's something that that was an add-on. You know, when when Xbox wanted to do their motion, they did the connect. When Sony wanted to do theirs, they did the move, and that was something that was added on. So even if it failed, it it wouldn't affect the main their main thing. So I don't think that's something they they'll do. Um, do because they want to just you know make the best most graphical system. Uh, for for Nintendo though, in the future, I don't know. What do you guys think? They'll whatever the next thing will be after Switch will be another portable hybrid type of thing. Do you think we're we're done seeing 3DS? We're done seeing uh, a, a dedicated handheld with how well the Switch is doing. But yeah. Oh, with VR too. Um, real quick. As much as it pains me to say this, as much as I like, um, as much as I like VR, um, and as much as I don't like to say that Joe is kind of correct in his his sayings, Joe doesn't like VR due to like having so many cords, you know, stuff connected, and I can get that. Um, with VR in the future, I don't think I think it's it's bigger than it's ever been. But I think it has a long way to improve. And what I mean by that is whoever is the first one to kind of come out with a wireless, just you pop in the you pop on the the headset and that's it. No cord, no nothing, because for me, I could deal with that. I don't care about a cord, you know, but with something like you were saying, the Vive, you have to have cameras and stuff, right? Isn't there like camera placements that you have to do? Uh, in a room yeah the, well uh, yeah or the, sensors or something yeah there's there's like multiple sensors you know the setup once that is eliminated with all you need is hopefully you can just put on the headset and have a camera that looks and that's it you know you're free um i think that's when vr will really take off i think it's i mean price wise i think it's reasonable for what you're doing but then again it, it has a lot to do with like games and stuff you know you need you need games um but I think VR is as big as it's it's ever been, and I think it does have a future. But I wouldn't be surprised if we don't hear about it. It kind of falls off and then comes back later. I don't think VR will ever die, but I could see VR kind of. It depends. It really does depend on what they come out with, with what kind of games they come out this year for VR. But if it drops off again and no one deals with VR for a long time, it will always come back. Someone will always improve on the technology. I don't think VR is dead in the water. I don't think it'll ever die. It'll just get improved on as time goes on. Personally. So that's that's what I feel about VR and, and the Switch. No, yeah, I, like, I agree with Joe how he says all the cords kind of getting in the way. Like, I get annoyed with just the headphones and the uh-huh. the cord and hanging off. Because I can kind of, like, whenever I'm using it, like, I'm working out or something. <clears throat> it's always getting in the way. But, yeah, it'd be nice to see, like, a wireless headset but same thing when you get when you get a wireless headphones it doesn't sound great so i'm pretty sure it's gonna yeah it's not gonna look as good either so it's uh it's i don't know it's tough i don't know how to make that possible to make it look as good Mm -hmm. uh what about switch what do you think i would like to see them do a vr since it's like what was it wasn't there like a Somebody There's like a, a prototype, yeah. Another prototype, uh, what do they call it? a patent for it? Yeah. And then somebody was, somebody made a video like saying that it's already 
all everything's already in the switch like because of joy cons and then the screen all you need is a headset and you kind of yeah that'd be mean son i'd like to see how they, how they do i want to play play some when i live in hyrule for a little bit i've said that if all they had was like a little hey you walk in around hyrule if i could just walk around that world i don't have to do anything crazy if i could climb trees that'd be cool but i think i would want to see that i want to live it but have you have you guys seen a VR chat on your computer? <laughs> what is that? What? There's this uh, new app. It's a free app, and you can like, you, you go into this like, like chat room sort of, and uh, you you is pick digital dicks. No, well there pro- there's probably some, um, but yeah, you, you can go in as like any character, and people like upload their own maps, and uh, it's just like you and a bunch of people like exploring these maps and stuff, and like messing around. But I mean, yeah, I'm sure there's a Hyrule map. There's like a Dark Souls map of like the first bonfire area. It's really no. cool. And, uh, yeah, I mean, just, just walking around in that seems, like, really dope, and it's free because, you know, like, nobody's going to pay the license for <laughs> all those areas yeah. and games. So, I mean, it kind of exists. And I kind of already talked about what I thought about the future of games of, you know, just everything being sort of upgrades and upgrades. Yeah. That's what I would hope, yeah, anyways. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, I think I think the wires of VR definitely are the worst parts of it. I think Oculus said they're going to have a wireless one this year, though. Really? Yeah. yeah. But, um again like you know beto said like it, it'll, it won't be as good i don't think just because wires do like always just make things <laughs> look and sound better uh, i mean what do you guys think i brought up the thing of like do you think i don't think they'll incorporate it but do you think they would you know like sony and microsoft incorporate a, uh, a portable type of version i, I don't think so no. just like how you said it'd be like so expensive to try to try to get a something that runs and something so strong like playing playing like a what do you call it like any kind of kind of naughty dog game how like mm-hmm. how that would be in a portable i mean they did it on a ps vita but but something where it would graphically yeah, i think they try to make it like run the same as it would on, t- on a regular tv microsoft and sony are in the same boat they want to make the best version of everything and i don't think you can do that as a portable it'd be too expensive yeah. Unless they downgrade it, and then they're not going to want to be... Because if it's Microsoft that does it or Sony, one of them's going to go, oh, we're still more powerful, and we can run this game at 60 frames at 4K. I mean, the Vita had Borderlands and Call of Duty, and nobody bought it, so... Yeah, because they ran like shit. Yeah, I don't think I don't think it's ever really going to work out for them to... I mean, I could see Sony trying to jump back in the, the portable game again, but I think they'll probably try doing like streaming like they're doing. But do you think like they jump back in portable... I'm not saying with that. how like dominate like the domination that the Switch is doing. I don't want them to, but it's yeah, Sony, and I feel like they would. <laughs> yeah, they, they just yeah, they'll just you know they'll try they out because you know they're 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 still a Japanese company, like you know, and it sells over there. Mm-hmm. So it'll probably if if they do it again, it'll get like a a smaller release in the Vita, but you know. Yeah. I don't know. I I feel like I think in my lifetime I've only seen like two people have the ps vita including my boyfriend (laughs) and i feel like everyone who's had a nintendo like even just a game boy got a ds and like you just keep upgrading and like honestly right now i have the 3ds and i kind of i haven't played it like i mean obviously i've been playing games but i kind of think if i do get the switch like it's going to be like an upgrade from that Mm -hmm. so i mean like i said like i do see people like at like you know my university that do play it like like in public and so the only thing i just i would think if um 
Sony did come out with like another portable. It would just be too heavy. And honestly, like the 3DS is too heavy for me already. Yeah. And so at least with the Switch, I can like fit it in like a bag, you know, mm -hmm. and, like make it look normal. But I don't know. Just my two cents. Yeah. Well, thank you, Amber, for that question. Um, and that's going to be it for this week in third party controller. I just want to say thank you to Sean and Brenda for being on the show. Thanks guys. Thanks for having us. Thank you. And, uh, Joe won't be back next week. He's officially off the show. Yeah. Shout out to all the gamers out there. But yeah. Uh, anything, any last, anything? Shout out to all the non-gamers. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Well, if you want to send us any questions like Trino and Amber did, you can send it to us at thirdpartycontrollerpodcast at gmail.com or on our Instagram at thirdpartycontrollerpodcast. Remember, it's thirdpartycontrollerpodcast with a three. Thanks for listening. I am your host, Jesse P.S. Lira with... Beto Esparza. And special guests... Sean and Brenda. Say it again? No. <laughs> and we may not be as good as everyone else, but we kind of get the job done. Later. Bye, gamers. Uh-huh. I remember last time I threw up. It's been a while. Uh, I think the last time I threw up was Tiger Tiger. Oh, shit. I threw up that day, too. I threw up that night. You threw up... Like, right after? You threw up right after, and I was like, man, that sucks. And then I drove back home. I was fine. Went to bed. Four in the morning. I get up. Bah! <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, fucking Tiger Tiger. Fuck that shit. And it was too much money, too. Fuck yeah. It wasn't good. Nope. It was an edible burger, but it wasn't a good burger. Well, yeah. <laughs> like, a, not a bad taco. No. Have you guys had, had a bad taco before? No, see? Yeah. Sean? You think it's possible to have a bad taco? Perfect. Other than, I mean, you can't have, like, yeah, obviously, no rotten meat. That's gonna be obvious. Like, <laughs> That's just fucked up. I, okay, see, that's the thing. Like, I don't get it. I don't know why you keep saying rotten meat. That's not what no, I No, no, I know I know what you're yeah, saying, yeah, yeah. but that's, I don't want them to be like, oh, yeah, you oh, can know okay, if yeah. it's rotten, yeah. Yeah, if it's rotten. It's, it's too simple to mess up. Hey, there you go. But you don't think Tortilla you can meat, have a Tortilla meat, eat it, and it's good. What? You think it's too simple? Yeah. As in how? You think it's, I, I feel like, I'll like, no, I'm saying, like, like, let's say someone, you know, because there's been some meats, like you guys are talking about. You can, there people can marinate, make it. Yeah. yeah, some people take time to marinate, or sometimes I there have been po uh, points where people can make it where it has nothing but it tastes good, or someone could just prepare it and it just tastes so plain. Like you're just having meat though? and taco. What's up? Was it bad though? Yeah, it's not bad. It's just plain. <laughs> <laughs> I've had like I, I agree. Like that will probably be the one bad taco I've ever had in my entire life. I want to taste this taco. <laughs> Did it taste good, though? He doesn't I, remember. <laughs> all I know it was bad. I was just like, oh, this isn't good, but I kept eating it. 
I kept eating it because I was just like, I was starving. How's that fun? So it wasn't that bad then if you were able to keep eating it. Huh? Was it really that bad if you were able to keep eating it? Yeah, it didn't taste good, but like I already paid for it. Uh, I went to Panera the other day and it was, I had, I bought like a, some sort of steak and cheddar sandwich, some shit like that. Uh-huh. And it had some pickled onions in it. I never take food back. I fucking, I was like, it tasted disgusting. I was like, can I get my money back? Because I really don't. She had a bad had onions. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. You can have bad food. How, yeah, come, yeah. how come tacos aren't the ones that you can? They're so customizable, I think. Uh-huh. Like, I mean, the only tacos that I think that I did not like were tripas. And I just don't like them. just don't like them. Like I just don't right? like them. And that's, yeah, yeah. that's my problem. It's yeah. not a bad taco. Because I love tripas. But uh, does that still make it good? Of like, can you take a bad taco and if you just throw like, I'm gonna throw some stuff on it, that makes it better, even though the taco itself is bad. Like, does oh, you yeah. say the tortilla and the meat? Drown it in salsa. You, you know. So that saves a bad taco. There's no such thing as a bad one, though. That's the you don't thing. think there's a bad taco? You're it worse if you add stuff. Like, if you just take any tortilla. So there, there you go. Like, you can make it worse if you add stuff later, right? It, it, it's that's why it's such a. I think it's such a gamble. Well, like you can't fuck taco, up. I've talked about the, the that. Taco isn't bad. You make it worse. Yeah, so it's like your fault, Jesse. Started good, and then you made it worse. How did I make so it worse? It's your worse? fault by adding a bunch of shit more. to it. No, I just had what was there. The fuck you adding mayonnaise to your tacos for? <laughs> I'm mayonnaise. Ketchup. Me too. Dude. Where was this place? Uh, oh, it was a taco truck, huh? Yeah, it was a taco truck. Oh, I don't know what the. What it is. Probably, they probably just use bad ingredients. Yeah. I mean, I didn't get sick. That's the thing. Like, I'm not saying it was rotten because I didn't get sick. I was yeah. just like, this is not it's a good just taco. cat meat. It's not a good taco. What if it feels cat meat. That's some bad cat. I've had better cat. <laughs> what? what? Cat meat? I mean, oh, okay, don't, don't meat. you think it's like? <laughs> yeah, there you go. But don't you think like probably sometime in your your life you ate a meat that wasn't actually the meat you thought it was? I'm, I'm pretty sure. I I'm pretty sure I did too. But it. Maybe it was one of the times you got sick and threw up, and you just didn't know. You were just like, man. That was a bad burger. Yeah. Oh, you're going to say taco. 